Hi, welcome to Three Dog Yoga. You're listening to a 60-minute flow class. When you're ready, grab your mat and let's get started. You've joined a child's pose in progress. Uh, the consensus here is a deep stretch tonight, uh, which uh, I will do my best to honor. If you don't get enough here, we have a 7 p.m., 7 to 7.30 yoga for uh, relaxation and sleep. So that means uh, those of you at home, you could head to the refrigerator, get yourself some golden carbonic electrolyte replacement, which is beer, or uh, you know, plant-based muscle relaxant, which is tequila. Those of you in the room, there's willies, you could go with that, uh, but you're, you're welcome to come back at seven. If you don't get enough deep stretch here, I'll try to keep it all kind of LSD tonight though. Start with your breath, move it in and out. Notice its tone, its rhythm. Notice anything that rises to the surface when you take your mind inward. Maybe it's feelings of, of ease and gratitude, and maybe it's lingering stuff from the day. Whatever you notice is valid, it's legit, it's here. And we can take our awareness deeper though. With your next inhale, come on up to hands and knees. And just tuck your toes and send your hips back to a good stretch of the feet. Press your hands down and forward, the toes spread out. And inhale, you're gonna come up to hands and knees. Walking that stance pretty long, go to cow pose. Just rock the hips forward as you do. But not quite to up dog. Then back to cow. You're going to round the spine and take the cat back toward child's pose. It's going to keep the roundness of the back. So you're not going to child's pose. Then you rock forward again, taking cow pose. Hips still turning up, tailbone up, back of the head up. And then cat pose, taking your hips back. So sliding through these. Almost like clearing the static from spine, low back, shoulder girdle. One more of these. Land with the cow that wants to be an up dog and then just let it turn into that really nice up dog. Pause here. We're going to look over the right shoulder. So you turn good. And then back to center level gaze. Look over the left shoulder. Turn the head. Nice. Back to center. Then press back hands and knees to down dog. Take a breath in. 
let it out through your mouth. As you let your lips close, keep your jaw slack. And you notice the hint of a smile that that lends to your face. Look forward to your hands and walk forward into ragdoll pose. Your feet about shoulder to mat distance apart, your choice. Take the weight side to side, sway your hips from right to left. Good, really good. And come back to center. Keep your hips relatively centered while you move your rib cage side to side. And bring your rib cage back to center and let your head again turn side to side. You were kind of easing it off the end of your spine there. Focus in on the nape of your neck, that soft spot between spine and head that, well, maybe doesn't feel so soft, but it is. The head become heavy and let the nape of the neck get long. And head back to center, but everything's still. And strengthen in the stillness. Press your feet down and out. Draw your abdominals in. Let your elbow points drop heavy toward the floor. So if your arms are wrapped, it's the elbow points that are taking the side body long, almost like you're pressing your elbow points toward the floor. Breath in. Open your mouth again, let it out. You might deal with that. Your lips close, the jaw stays slack. A hint of a smile, you release your hands to your mouth, walk your feet together. On your inhale, reach up to standing mountain pose. And the exhale, we'll bow forward, bring hands through heart center, send your hips back. Close chest to thighs for this one, then let your shoulders, neck and head go. And breathe in, lift halfway, flap back and walk your feet hip distance. We're gonna step the right leg back. And when you inhale, straighten the front leg, draw your heart forward, like a halfway lift, and then exhale, pull the front heel into the mat to draw you forward, almost touch your knee, but not quite. And it's nice to have blocks under your hands here. So if you would like them, grab them. And for once, not be lazy and actually get mine. Draw your hips back, heart forward, inhale. Exhale to the lunge. One more round like that. Lengthen the spine, heart forward. Keep that as you rock to the low lunge. Tighten your back leg, really press the heel back. Plant your hands, step back high to low push-up. We'll breathe in, upward facing dog. And breathe out, down dog. And take your right leg up and back behind you. Let the hip turn open. Flex the upper foot and take the edge of the foot up toward the ceiling. Breath in. As you breathe out, bend the knee, heel close to your sitting bone. Come forward, 
knee to elbow, right knee, right elbow, honest attempt to touch that, and then lightly step. Cool. Back knee almost to the mat with your exhale. Inhale, straighten. Exhale, back knee, bend almost to the mat. And inhale, it straightens. Yeah. The front leg staying pretty much where it is. And the action that's going on is just happening at the back leg. So keep your front knee just relatively over the ankle. The hips aren't going to lift. They're going to stay low. One more. You're staying low. You're tightening the back leg on the inhale. Stay with that. Press into your front foot. Exhale, step up. Breathe in, lift halfway, flat back. Good, nice. Bow forward, breathe out. Pause and feel your two legs note what's going on. Breathe in, reach up, mountain pose. Taking a moment to notice what's going on. Radical act. Exhale, fold forward. Breathe in, lift halfway. Walk your feet hip distance apart and step your left leg back into a low lunge. Blocks if you got them. And straighten the front leg, draw your heart forward. And then bend the front knee, back leg tight. Knee almost to the mat. And then straighten the front leg, press into your front heel to go up and back. Pull with the front heel to come down forward. Breathe in. And breathe out. Breathe in. Heart forward, spine in. Feel the back work as you go back. So instead of rounding, you're extending there. One more lunge forward. And as you lift your hips, pull your heart forward, pull your spine in. It's cow pose or it's half lift as you go back and keep that as you move into the lunge. And tighten the back leg and step back, down dog or low push up. Upward facing dog, really nice. Downward facing dog, breathe all the way out. Inhale, take your left leg up, three-legged up. Turn your hip open. Squeeze your upper leg, reach up to the outer edge of the foot. This is the squeegee, the ceiling pose. So flex the foot, fan the toes, wake it up. Then bend the knee. Honest attempt to put your knee to your elbow, like not someone else's elbow, and then step into the low lunge. I mean, if you can do it to someone else's elbow right now, that's pretty cool too. It's Bending the back knee to the mat and then straightening the back leg, but your front leg's not going to move too much. So it's not the same thing we were just doing. There's like you know, 32 flavors of lunges and then some, as the song would say. Bending and straighten the back knee, warm up hip flexors. We might use them later. Out. Breathe in to straighten and tighten the back leg because gravity is going to win. So straighten and squeeze everything muscle to bone. And just 
contemplate and keep pulling your heart forward. Feel your mid-back work to do that. One more tightening of the back leg. Squeeze it. And then exhale, step up, feet together. Take a halfway lift. And as you do, bring your hands up high enough that you feel your mid-back working. Not your eyebrows, not your low back, mid-back. Exhale, bow forward. Good. All right. Sunny. Just like swimming with your breath. Inhale, reach up. Mountain pose. And then exhale, fold forward. Breathe in. Lift halfway, flat back. Breathe out, low push-up. Press your hands into the floor. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Breathe out, down dog. Look forward, walk or lightly hop top of the mat. We'll breathe in, lift halfway. And breathe out, bow. Nice. Breathe in, reach up. And exhale, fold. Breathe in, lift halfway. Plant your hands, low push up. Breathe in. And breathe all the way out. Look forward, walk or lightly hop. Top of the mat. Breathe in, lift halfway. Breathe out. Last round. Breathe in. Reach up. Breathe out. Fold. Breathe in. Lift halfway. Plant your hands. Low push up. Breathe in. And down dog, breathe all the way out. Breath in here. Empty it out. At the end of that exhale, you can come down to your knees. Hands and knees take a little longer stance. Just hands a little forward. Send your right leg back. Press the heel back. And so if you're not on your mat with your foot, get to where you can uh, get some perches on the, on the mat surface rather than the floor. Okay. We don't want to go to splits yet. I'm going to spin the back foot flat, press through the outer edge of the foot, lift your hips with that. There's the back foot presses down, hips lift. Press into your standing shin bone. You might want to turn it out to the left a bit. I'm going to open into a kneeling side plank. And focus here on stacking the upper hand over the shoulder. So upper arm's going to want to go behind. Okay. That's, that's where the, the ligaments will hold it. Use the front of the chest. Use the right shoulder muscles as if you were giving a big high five up top. Yeah, like fan your hand out. Like we give a high five to one of those people who gives high fives and like holds it. You're going to high five. Remember, ever done that? Yeah. Kind of awkward, but 
you know the feeling. Pull your heart forward from that. So hands pressing into that awkward high five. Heart strong forward anyway. And on an exhale, slowly release this down. Hands and knees back to down dog. Pause here for breath or inhale forward to a high plank. Exhale, low push up. <laughs> and inhale, upward facing dog. He's like my Aunt Susan with a pork chop, man. <laughs> down dog, breathe out. <laughs> He's going to get that thing clean. <laughs> yeah. You guys can all tell my Aunt Susan that I said that. <laughs> Most of you know her. <laughs> and come down to your knees. <laughs> and you're going to extend out long. So take the hands forward. And left foot back first. Dig the foot in. Press your heel back. There's no uh, like there, there's no like uh, insult there. Everyone knows about Susan. She goes around the table and gets everyone's pork chop bone and cleans it for them. <laughs> Turn your back to back foot flat. That's why we love her. Turn your right leg out to the side and then stack your left arm. By the way, those of you coming to the Westerback Ranch retreat, you will get to meet Aunt Susan in person, and she will for sure uh, take anything you don't want to eat off your plate <laughs> and look fabulous doing it. Press your back foot down. Feel the lift of the hip you get from that. Then that upper arm, little focal point there. Stack the hand over the shoulder. Press hand into that awkward high five. Just imagine resistance there. as the upper hand pressing forward instead of back. Good. Heart forward. And then look to your mat. Plant the hands first back to down dog. Realign yourself. And then Inhale, come forward, high plank. Exhale, low push up, breathe all the way out. And breathe in, upward facing dog. And breathe out, down dog. Breath in. Open your mouth, let it go. Look forward, walk or lightly hop to your hands. Breathing in, lift halfway, flap back. Breathe out, fold. Sit your hips back, dig your heels in, Utkatasana, chair pose. As you exhale, bring hands to heart center and sit your hips back till you are parallel with the floor. And that's, that's it, that's all we're going to do. The, the whole accomplishment of this is that you bring your body parallel to the floor from your hip creases, top of your head, you're noticing that you are uh, like an airplane pose. So go ahead and bring your arms by your side and, and get that. Get shoulder blades squeezing together and heart pulling forward. Good. Press your feet down, slightly out. One more breath here, heart forward, fingertips back, and then exhale, fold. Cool. Breathe in, lift halfway, flat back. Plant your hands, down dog or low push up. Upward facing dog, breathe in. And downward facing dog, breathe out. Step your right foot forward, warrior one. As you come up, walk the front foot just one inch further than you wanted to go. 
and then exhale again. You're gonna parallel the floor, press your back foot down and back. Feel that lifts the left hip or engages the left hip muscles. And pull your heart forward and you're doing as parallel as you can with the floor and also breathe. And again, give that squeeze of the shoulder blades in towards the center of your back, pull your heart forward, back of the head up in line, and then hands to the mat, you step back down dog, or low push up. Upward facing dog. And downward facing dog. Step the left foot forward, warrior one. Reach up and on that inhale as you're getting into it, just like slightly further than you wanted to be there. And if it's too much, it's too much, you go back. And then bow. But chances are you didn't step into exactly what you're capable of. And take a few moments to, to really find out what exactly are you capable of. Press your feet down, squeeze your back leg. Press the foot down, feel the edge of the foot on the mat. And the engagement when you press the edge of the foot down of the hip, right? you've got the right hip engaged, navel center toward your spine, heart forward, and squeeze your shoulder blades together on your back. As you do, bring the head up into line so that there's not that uh, forward head drop, that uh, a buoyancy to your brain. Breath in. And then hands to your mat, you step back down dog or low push up. Keep the buoyancy to your brain. That's exactly what we're trying to do here. If you do nothing else, breathe in and breathe all the way out. Pause here, things have happened in your body. Note them, have a breath. And let it go. Awesome. Look forward walk or lightly hop, top of the mat, breathe in. And breathe all the way out. Sit your hips back, Ukatasana, just one breath in. Such good news, right? Bow forward, breathe out. No one seemed to be on that train. So maybe we'll just do longer katasins. I don't know. Breathe in, lift halfway, flat back. Plant your hand, low push up. Breathe in, upward facing. Now, you know it's a tough room if they're not happy about just one breath in Ukatasana. Now, dog, breathe out. We're going to get to the floor. We're going to get to the floor. Right foot forward, warrior one. Reach up. Open out to warrior two. Bring hands to your hips. We got some new mats in the room. They're making great sounds. Again, go longer than you thought you could. Just longer with the stance. And if you get, I mean, if you end up in a split, A, you're at yoga, so it's okay. But B, you can always walk it back. Then we're going to pull the front heel into the mat. Again, find the back foot, press it down and feel what happens in your hip. Like, actually, have your hand there and feel what happens when you press and when you stop pressing. When you press, when you stop pressing. Press into the foot, keep that float your arms up. We're not going to be here long. Breathe out. See if you can deepen into the front leg. When you inhale, reverse. And straighten your front knee, reach long through your ring and pinky fingertip into triangle. Take your 
Right hand to your right hip crease. Press the hip crease back. Right hand's gonna come to you the floor or a block outside the front leg for this one. We'll do a different uh, variation as well. But for this one, outside. And then bring your upper hand first to your hip. Press your back foot down. Feel the hip engage when the back foot presses down and back. Then your piece fingers to your sternum. Pull forward. So as your hips going back, heart's going forward. We're getting that same action that we had in the airplane upper body work, but sideways. And then if you have some space that you could lengthen out your right side, try taking your block forward and give some space to your right underarm. If it feels a little cramped there, if you could get more length, like if you have one thing to focus on right now, length on your right side. And we'll take the left arm up and stack it. Again, that awkward high five that gets held a little too long, like push into it, like, like give them the signal that you want them to pull their hand away. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that action of the front of the shoulders, what keeps the anterior ligament from uh, stress. What will happen is the bones will fall backward, the ligament will pick up the slack. And most of us don't need more uh, abrading of our anterior ligament or any at all, but most of us have plenty of, as it is. Your breath in, draw your heart forward. When you breathe out, you're going to turn toward your mat, spin your back heel up, bend the back knee to the mat, walk your right foot over. We're in a low lunge here and any variation on this that you want, but if you can get your hands inside the front foot, let your chin drop and do the antithesis of the triangle that we just did. I won't belabor you with the why this is so counterposed to the triangle, but you get it. It's a different body shape. Breathe into different spaces. One more breath here. You're gonna tuck your back toes, squeeze your back leg tightly, draw your heart forward, so back to that same action. Step back, high or low push up to upward facing dog. And downward facing dog. Breathe all the way out. Pause, have a breath, feel the two sides of your body, just witness what happened. And empty out, like just acknowledge your ability to just let it go. Then you'll step your left foot forward. And reach up, warrior one. Open out into warrior two. And then let's take the arms out of it, just hands to hips, and front toes straight ahead, back foot and left, back edge of the mat, those things that are usual. A little longer than you wanted to, to step, just to see if it's possible and to maintain it. Press your back foot down, feel what happens at your hip. Stop pressing, let the knee go a little slack. Press and feel the muscles engage. Keep that as you dig your front heel into. Front heel is pulling you forward to a sensible degree. And float the arms up. And here we're gonna turn the palms up as if you had heavy trays. And uh, you got heavy trays on the palms. Press your elbows down. Like there's someone's hands there, that same annoying person who was high-fiving you too long. <laughs> now you're elbowing them away from me. Like, get away. <laughs> like, what are you doing with your hands under my elbows? <laughs> Give them that signal press breath in lift your brain 
and low. We're going to reverse this, reach up. Keep your breath. Side body long. Lots of breath to float right and left. And so the right side's getting compressed. Slide the right hand up. See if you can get some rebound off of that hand. Then straighten the front leg. Nice moment. Then triangle. Hand to the floor or a block outside the foot. Right. So just like with all these poses, these are just preferences in how we align. And we do them for different reasons. And this one is that preference for long side body. So take your right hand to your hip first and stop pressing your back foot down if you were. Then press it back. The outer edge of the foot makes contact and stretches the mat back. And you felt the hip engage. You want that. So then you have something to pull away from with the center of your chest. So piece fingers to your sternum. Draw your heart forward. And just feel that action underneath your own fingers. Hands are so good at just that kind of kinetic learning. We, we just do that naturally. And so when you can feel what it's like for your sternum to pull forward, easier to keep it and to find it again. Check out your left side. If it feels like it's a little compressed, slide that block forward. I don't know where we got into the thing where the block has to be by your ankle or it just doesn't. And left side body can't go anywhere if you don't move your left hand forward. So if you're, if you're rounding, send that out there. And it's like the side plank. We want the hand a little in front of the shoulder. In, in triangle, you also want the hand a little in front of the shoulder. And open the right arm up overhead middle finger to the ceiling use those middle finger muscles like they're important ones that like, they're important draw your heart forward and then that awkward high five action up there just be sure you're engaging and you know what let's do the opposite let that person knock your high five away from them let the arm go behind what you're feeling stretched there is is not a big muscular action of the body that's just things hanging on other things pull back into center line and push the hand a little forward. Breath in. And when you breathe out, turn the back heel up. Back knee comes down. You walk the left foot over. A nice little lunge. Let your chin drop. And brain drop. Breath in. And breath out all the ways empty. Open your mouth, let the face soften. Lips close gently, jaw stays slack, tighten your back leg, press the foot into the floor. Move everything come back online, you reawaken, and then step back, down dog or low push up. Upward facing dog. And downward facing dog. Pause, feel your body, breath in. And breath out. Step your right foot forward. Warrior one, reach up. All right. 
my hands to your hips here. We're going to step the back foot up just slightly. Like you're going to do pyramid, straighten the front leg. This is like pyramid wants to be triangle pose. So this is the identity crisis practice. I'm going to lift up, hinge forward. And then right hand's going to come inside the front foot. It could be on the floor. It could be on a block. It could be on two blocks. Make a Lego set and uh, you know get yourself up there. But the, the hand's inside the leg. And for right now, our torso's parallel with the floor, just like it was in the, the airplane work that we were doing. So what we're going to focus on in this particular one, I don't do this often, but I trust you all now. Like after two years of really good practice, you guys have earned the, the trust that I so do not want to give uh, just <laughs> ever. <laughs> Bring your uh, peace fingers to your sternum. I, I trust you if you use your peace fingers. Draw your heart forward and then stack the left shoulder over the right. So this is uh, focusing in on the rotational aspect of triangle pose. Then your choice here, you could bring the hand back to the hip for sure and squeeze left shoulder blade toward your spine or take your left hand behind your head and let it form a little basket there with the fingers curled over toward the right ear and let your head drop heavy into the hand. So the hand holding the head, head's gonna drop heavy, the weight's going into the hand so it stretches your left side rib and then you press the head back into the hand. Yeah. And, Definitely, you don't want the hand pressing the head forward. You're taking the back of your head and you're pressing it into the hand as much as you can. A little back bend here. You think back bend. Probably won't get to back bend. One more breath. Turn your sternum toward the ceiling. That little back bend in the upper spine. Press your back heel back, back foot back, engage the leg. Yes. And look to your mat. You're going to unfold this really slowly, carefully, like got the baby to sleep, sneak out of the room, down dog, just pause down dog, breath in, breath out, left foot forward, reach up, warrior one, and then hands to your hips, you're going to step the back foot in. And you may need to play with the distance later. It's probably not as short as your pyramid stance needs to be, but you'll, you'll find it out. Lift up and bow and take the left fingertips to the floor or to a block. And if you can reach the floor, and then here's the thing, like go parallel, right? So if you can't get parallel, for instance, if your arm happens to be shorter than uh, average, you'll be kind of tanked down and your heart will be like on a downward trajectory. Get parallel. Then stack the right shoulder over the left. And that's the key thing. It's the order of operations. It's like a recipe. You got to do certain steps like before others. And like melt the butter in the pan before you scramble the eggs. Don't dump it all in there together. And piece fingers to your sternum. Draw it forward. Press into the fingers. Then the upper arm. It can go straight up. It can stay at the hip. You could also take the hand behind the head and then press the head back into the hand. Getting that action from your back foot. Press the back foot down and back. You can play with rotation there on the back foot to see what's comfortable for your ankle. From that elongation of the leg itself, get the elongation of the torso. From the elongation of the torso, get the twist. From the twist, then the left, that 
back bend and the side bend action of the head into the hand gets you deep rib cage release. Breath in, breath out, slowly undo it. Hand to mountain, step back, just slowly with yourself. Like you're, you're not willing to give up any of that space you just got. Keep the space, take the down dog long, like, like overstep your down dog. Your breath in, like overserve yourself with the breath. Empty through your mouth. And then look through your hands, walk or lightly hop to seated and make your way down onto your back or bridge or wheel as you like it. If you did do a lot of that rib cage opening in the last pose, now is the time to at least uh, knock on the door, see if wheel is available to play. Breath in, breath out, slowly release down, pause, settle. I let things settle. The, the fizzing that happens in the body slowly settle. The fizzing at the edges of the mind slowly settle. So what you've got is just this steady wave of breath that tells you you're all right. That you may even be enjoying this. And again, you're up for bridge, wheel, or maybe it's time for Subdivada Kanasana. You choose. All three are, are back bends of different degrees. Take the one that makes sense to you, or take one and change your mind. That's cool too. We'll be here for five. One more breath in, high as you go, spread out. And then exhale, make your way down slowly. And we'll meet in Subtabhata Kanasana. And bring your hands into your center line, whatever that means to you. So center line in yoga, uh, representative of what's called the Shashumna, the most gracious channel. A lot of points on the center line are, are used to navigate this practice. And placing our hands to anything is called a mudra or a seal. In which we just bring the attention more easily to the space. More intentionally to the space.
think of it as your metaphysical infrastructure that you're tapping into, whatever it is that you consider that part of you that is real, but can't be seen, can be felt, can be listened to. can be touched. And bringing these together slowly, hug them in onto your chest, get a rock side to side across your hips, any way, shape or form that feels good to you. Sacrum, one of those points on that central channel. Yoga lore, it's where our creativity, our, our movement through life arises. One knee in each hand, let the knees move in opposite circles or figure eights with your sacrum flat on the floor so it stays pleasantly heavy. Bring that back into center. Let the legs fall out to the side in happy baby. And just a real loose happy baby. So take the mid-shin grip. Doesn't need to be the feet. And let the priority be the hip staying heavy. Right? And keep the right leg as it is. Bring the left leg to Supta Baddha Konasana. A demi happy baby pose. Now slide the right hand up and see if you can catch the foot with the sacrum heavy on the mat. Take left hand to left inner thigh. Help it to stay heavy and sink toward the floor. Breath in. breath out. And on an inhale, you're going to let go of the right leg. Let come to straighten in a, a hamstring stretch. Left knee in, left leg out long on the floor. Hug the right leg toward you. Squeeze it tightly. Reach out through the heel. So just do like that. Do that one like to 11. Like, like take that as, as much as you can. Straighten. And then ease off of it to the degree of stretch that you want to feel. Right? If you want to feel like one degree, feel one. If you want to feel like full on 11, like do that. Right? Let it be from the squeeze of the quadricep muscle. And that you're flexing the knee, pressing the heel up. Breath in and breath out. Emphasis here, less on the pulling in with the arms and more of the leg straightening itself. 
to whatever degree you, you want to do that. One more breath in. When you breathe out, I'm going to bend the knee. Bring the foot to the left kneecap. So your toes are, are touching your knee. Just find it somewhere there. And then twist. Bring knee over to the side. And if you don't have your knee on the floor, that's not a big deal. But if you've got a block, you could rest your knee on. Rest the knee on the block and have the leg well supported. So instead of it floating in the air, it's got a, a ground. Then focus on pressing your right shoulder blade into the mat. Or if it's not quite there yet, slide the left shoulder blade left until the right shoulder blade comes down. Breath in. Open your mouth and let it go. Two more of those. An option here to activate this. Squeeze the left leg tightly. Reach through the ball of the foot. You don't have to. But if you want that extra engagement, it's there. Next inhale, you can let this slowly dissolve. Come on back to center. Hug your knees in. Then happy baby again with the hands at the shins. And with the hands at the inner shins, just press the thigh bones out. So you get your arms up against your legs and press the legs out. Keep the left leg and release the right leg. This Supta Unless you did that last time, then do your other side. Take your right hand to the right inner thigh, give it some weight. And if you can, bring the left hand up to the foot, catch either the inner heel or the outer edge of the foot. Let the arm give the leg some weight. Breath in and out. Take it to wherever there is sensation. A lot of mental drama or emotional swirl. Focus in on where do you feel this physically? Send your breath, not the air, the air stays in your lungs. The, the movement of breath, the flow of breath, the rhythm of breath, into the physical sensation. And in doing so, redirect any inner hamster wheel or inner pinball machine. Steady, deep rhythm accomplishing what you should do.
Next, inhale, you're going to straighten your left leg and bring the right knee in, send the right leg out long. I'm going to catch behind the left hamstring and just, it can be an easy grip. You could take a strap for sure if you got one. Straighten the leg for right now, for all. Straighten as much as you can. And if you can't straighten the knee where you are, you're just holding the leg too close to you. Let the leg go a little bit until the knee can get straight. And if your knee physiologically doesn't straighten, like don't listen to me, but if your knee can straighten, get to the point where it's straight. Then back off that work as much as you want. If you want to stay fully on, like stay fully on. If you want to go about an eight or a four on that engagement scale, do that. Stay fully in your breath. Many of us, it's easier to stay in the breath and the rhythm if we're intentionally engaging with some action in the body, we can feel it. And here you can feel underneath your hands, underneath your hands, your hamstrings engage. Right? You can feel the quadricep muscle engage to straighten. And you can keep that again at, at a low level or The most intense, the engagement with what you're doing is part of it. That we don't just you know, post up in a position and think about something else. One more breath in. Often doing something that's a little on the softer side is it's mentally harder. Right? So give yourself credit for that too. Bend your knee toe to kneecap, find your right kneecap, and then like cross into a twist. So that just gives us a, a certain lineup for this twist that then if your knee doesn't touch the floor, totally cool, but you're not going to push it there. You're going to grab a block, or if you're playing along at home, don't have block, grab a pillow, do something. Pushing the leg across the center line is not part of a twist. That's, that's, that's a leg motion. What you want is to get the, the leg grounded then address what's going on in your shoulders. If left shoulder's not down, try lifting your right and sliding it over. It's like when we stack the shoulders in triangle, same, same action. Then you press your shoulder blade toward or into the mat. Now, there's a yoga teacher who said that you have to keep your left shoulder blade on the floor while you do this. Rest. She was wrong. I was wrong. You don't have to keep it on the floor. It might not go there. I spent a lot of years holding my breath to keep my left shoulder blade down. Right. Or your right shoulder, whichever one you're doing. But make it heavy. Make the arm heavy. One more breath here. Empty out. I haven't seen texting during twisting in a long time. <laughs> Unwind, come on back to center. Unfold. Knees to chest. Take them out wide. Instead of happy baby, upturned frog. Knees out to the sides. Flex your feet. You can just close your eyes and think what a frog is like 
right side up and you're just doing it upside down. Knees at right angles, feet flexed, hands to the inside of your legs and uh, your hands are representing here the floor. Your hands are much nicer and gentler than the floor. Just elongate, I feel like you get these, like you have an inseam on your pant, like elongate that inseam with your hands, just gently, just gently. Kind of like you were like pressing fabric to fold it, you're just like pressing outward. And breathe in. And breathe out. Two more breaths like that. Sacrum is level. If you're applying too much pressure, then yeah, it's win-win. You are applying too much pressure so you can stop. And take the pressure off. Just note, note your ability to take pressure off yourself. Just, that's pretty cool. And take your hands to the outsides of your legs. Press your legs in with your hands. You're just like your ability to help yourself out. Hug your knees in. Release feet to the mat. Walk them out wide. Edge of the mat. Knees over to the right into a uh, windshield wiper situation. Here's another one where you can activate as much as you want. Press the left heel down and lift the hip up. You could reach the left arm back, elongating the left side. You cross the right foot over. And instead of just going straight down, use that right heel to be like, they're an out seam of the pant. I don't think there's an out seam, the side seam of your pant press that along. So just using the heel to elongate the outside of the left thigh. Then we're gonna unwind again, slowly sneak out of that thing. Like it's not even gonna notice that you're gone. And then knees over to left. And go through the same steps you might anchor the right heel in more. You might reach the right arm back. Final layer would be the left heel over the thigh and then instead of straight down, elongate. So, all these things we've been working with tonight. The airplane torso, the triangle, these different twists about lengthening the side body. Side body from the ankle and all the way up through the tip of the ear. It's called the side channel. Creatively named here. Side channel is where we're said to hold a lot of moods rather than it being the gracious channel, it's the, uh, the affected channel. moment affect yours first the order of steps to get out of this and just slowly slowly sneak out give it the irish goodbye 
Those are experts at sneaking out of parties. Very well done. And bring your knees in. Have any finishing poses, stretches, movements that you like. And then make your way to Shavasana when you're ready. Smells great, y'all. Ready to come back. Start with deepening your breath. The rise of your inhale. Landing of your exhale. Waves of breath. You feel your buoyancy. You feel your substance. Ready, start to wiggle your fingers and your toes. Roll gently to your right side. And make your way up to seated. Take a moment as you rise up. Shoulders to ears and really hoist them up. Feel the lift to the center of your chest as you do. Keep that as you slide the shoulder blades down as they've taken off a heavy coat. Keep the lift of your chest as you bring hands together at heart center. Raise thumbs to forehead center. And off for each other. Namaste. Namaste, great work, huh? Very cool. Thank you. Well done at home. Have a great night. The whole studio smells like pork rinds. It's great. And thank you for joining us here.
We'd love to see you online in our Zoom classes. You can join us at 3dogyoga.com. And if you'd like to support this podcast, we're on patreon.com slash 3dogyoga. Thanks again for practicing with us. Namaste.